Hello Storygoers, and welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, the video game storytelling podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Eric Penrod. And I'm your other co-host, Ryan Bauer. Right, I can both see we're kind of, I'm, I'm wrapped in a blanket, you have a nice warm <laughs> hoodie on, it's cold out. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, how are you, and what have you been playing? I am doing pretty good. We are recording early today because I have the thing this afternoon. Um... So it's going to have a different energy this morning because we're, mm-hmm. we're old and we're tired and it's early. Um, but overall, I am doing good. Um, I have been playing a couple things here and there. Uh, finished God of War Ragnarok, which I think I talked about last time that I had finished. Yep. I still need to go back and do a bunch of bits and bobs. Um, I think you and our friend Dave are farther than I have because you've done more now. Um, but that's just oh. how it goes. Um, well, Duke got platinum. He platinum the, the yeah, game. Yeah, he platinum. So he's um, he's definitely he's, he's definitely there. Yeah, he that's he that's just how he does. He 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 finishes yeah. games completely. Um, he has that willpower that I I I just move on and I do not. But that's okay. Yeah, different folks. So um, <laughs> haven't played actually that, but it's on my list because I just want to talk about it more. Um, a new Vampire Survivors DLC came out. It was two dollars and it added Woo. like. 12 new weapons it's like all japanese mythology themed so it's very fun and very cool it's an incredible game everyone should play it because it's dirt cheap and very fun um (laughs) and then the new destiny season came out which uh, they continue to come out and continue to be like more and more incomprehensible cannot follow them complete nonsense unless like you've been playing consistently um it just it just makes no no sense to the outsider but that's just how Destiny does, um, and that's just that's just how it's going to go probably for until the next five years of Destiny, until they do a reset, which I think they will do, because they're setting it up for a, a hard reset, and that's probably when you'll be able to play Elixir and all that. But we'll, we'll get there oh. in, like, in, like, in like five years. But yeah, <laughs> that's that's how I'm doing. I also have a bit of cold, so I'm a bit stuffy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it just comes everybody I know. Every, every-, <laughs> every kid that walked in my office last week had a cold, right? And like one kid i so with a few of my kids that i trust that i see i bring my switch so the the deal is like if we're if we're open and honest we have a good conversation in this therapy session we can pull up the switch for like the last 20 minutes and play which is awesome for me because like i get to play switch at, at work it's awesome anyway this kid comes in mom had covid he didn't it was wearing a mask right i was like all right we'll make this work and then he's playing and he just keeps like pulling his mask on rubbing his nose as he's playing the switch i'm just like <laughs> it's no. like I'm gonna lose my mind. I was yeah. like, hey, can you use some hand sanitizer for me really fast? Like five times. And I had to like wipe the switch down with like <laughs> disinfectant one. Anyway, yeah, everybody's sick. Anyway, uh, I was gonna say about Destiny. What are your thoughts on the uh the crossover between Destiny and Assassin's Creed? <laughs> uh it's interesting. I and my guess is they're trying to lean into kind of do something similar to what Fortnite does and have like get some of that crossover gameplay mm-hmm. energy. Really, all, all the there's no gameplay. There's no meaningful penalty. It's just like outfits that you can pay real money for, um, and that's oh. that's that's all there is um, with that crossover. As far as I know, unless there's more coming. I mean, the outfits are cool. Like you get to look like a Norse berserker, um, but that's like there's cool. no like meaningful gameplay. I think it is really they're just trying to do more of that crossover metaverse stuff because Fortnite does it so well and they're so successful yeah. at it. That they're hoping to get some pull. But it's a weird time, too. Like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is, like, at the end of its life. So there's, there, maybe they're hoping to, you know, get some of that 
last update energy, although I heard the last update is isn't great. Um, unfortunately, oh, no. I haven't I haven't gone back and done it yet, but I've heard it's 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 not not great. But um, who knows? I haven't done it yet, so that's my mm. that's my best guess. Um, yeah. I'm assuming we're gonna see more of that stuff maybe in late fall in the next year's content, which comes out in February, um, as they try to have more crossover stuff and take themselves continue to take themselves less seriously and try to add more wild silly stuff like the that's the Christmas event right now. And you're just like baking cookies for everyone, and the title you get is, the, <laughs> is Star Baker, like from Great British Bake Shop. So you have like Star Baker under your name. Um, That's it's so funny. They're just too, so they're 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 trying to I think be a little bit less serious and a little bit more welcoming. Um, they just the story is just absolute nonsense, but that's okay. They just embrace it at this point. It sounds like yeah. I mean, like yeah. the narrative of this season is uh, a guy was resurrected by a bunch of body parts. Of a of a, uh, a old 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 dead guy, and now he wants to find uh, the old war minds and bring them together to make a super war mind before the hive god gets it. And you're racing that hive god to collect the it's it's nonsense. Uh, it's very fun and like um, there's good weapons and stuff but it's it's just incomprehensible like if you don't know what's going on and even if you do it just it just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense but that's okay. as so i'm gonna apologize ahead of time story goes my dog is I mean, cats are like just full-blown awake and walking around like crazy so it's gonna yeah. be one of those mornings it's a perfect morning yeah my dog just found a bone that he wants to chew right here in the office so that's yep. fine that'll be good <laughs> good <Yep>. audio <laughs> my dog's just low-key whining the whole time and so yeah it'll be, it'll be great <laughs> as for me uh uh i've just been playing a lot of uh so i beat god of war super happy about that like right said i'm doing some of the backup back stuff but i'm kind of losing steam a little bit not because it's bad by any means but just because for me i can't stay up with the game super long yeah. So I'm just trying to get to the part. I'm just trying to do the things I want to do and not the tedious things. Like, I don't think I'm going to collect all the, the ravens. I don't know if I'll do that. Because, like, I've I've gotten over half them by myself. So I don't know what I've gotten, what I haven't gotten. So I have to go back That's and look hard. at all yeah. the places again. Yeah. And I'm like, do I really want to do this? So I'm back and forth on that. We'll see. But, yeah. So God of War, great. Oh, God of War, Riding Rock. I mean, it's great. Uh, Mario Kart 8 just released the new tracks. Uh, and so since the last time I talked on here i think i said like you should go play them so i just want to make sure i said that i love them they're so good there's a few that i never played before that i really like some returning ones that i loved so very very good and then uh my my partner and i are moved on to overcooked 2 we three starred every level that's amazing um, there is some yeah. impossible like slippery ice levels that's that's yeah. incredible oh. Yeah. It's the it's the murky goo <clears throat> green or green goo levels that just were just killing us. So we got to <laughs> but the thing is though it's like we love this game so much. Like it really does help us coordinate better and talk things through and work together as a team, which is a lot of fun. We, we beat the game, all three stars, every single level, and the game goes, guess what? Congratulations, you beat the game. But guess what? Every level has four stars now. <laughs> and it's just insanely harder. Yeah. It's so much harder. And it was like, the first level, the highest score was like 300, and then the four star was 1,000. And it was like, what? Like, that yeah. like that's insane. Yeah. So we, we just went through. We have four stars in all of the first levels, and we just moved on to the second tier of levels. That's so we'll wild. See. We'll see how it goes. I don't, what teamwork, I, guys? What teamwork? I, we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, it's so funny. Like yesterday, we're stuck on this level, and we were trying to, because we started to play these levels, you get like a pattern going, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so sure. 
Lindsay is like, what if we just go crazy and just do whatever we want to? And we'll just coordinate that way. I was like, well, we can try it. And then it actually ended up being much better, which never <laughs> happens that way. We, we gained like twice as much points that way. It was like, what is happening? Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Storygoers, we hope that you're doing well, that you're happy and healthy, and everything is good. We hope that you enjoyed my dog's be walking around. My dog, uh, his feet scraped against the floor, so sorry ahead of time. Uh, between my squeaky chair and my dog walking on the floor, <laughs> this should be a great episode. Great audio quality all around. Great audio quality. Yeah. I'm sure that Mike's going to pick up all of it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our last bedtime story about Toy Day from Animal Crossing. Hope you guys enjoyed that. That was very cute. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna write it, and then I lived through all of our scripts, and I found that I wrote it last year <laughs> and had never used it. So I was like, this is perfect. Um, so yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that. Please, by any means, if you if you feel like it, email us your thoughts, feelings, or perspectives to talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. You can also find us on our social media, which is Instagram. I haven't killed our Twitter yet because I keep forgetting about Twitter, uh, that it's a thing. i got to delete that because we can't be supporting that. And uh, Or by leaving an email or text at our toll-free number at 207-494-4334, and we will read or listen to all those in the future and react to those. So, uh, but today is, I think, I think Ryan, I mean, actually I haven't talked about this, so we can cut this out if we need to, but I think this is our last episode of the year. I guess it is, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, because... We don't, the, we don't have time to record another Right, one. and the, because the, we have the holidays next next week, and then our next yeah. episode would come out. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, unless we can squeeze one in, but yeah, I guess this would be, I didn't even think about that. I think so. That's why. Yeah, All right. well, we can, we can always just keep in the open. And be like, pretty sure this is pretty the last sure one this, this year. Is... But uh... and we're quickly approaching fifty episodes too, right? Like, I think this is, or no, hundred episodes, right? This is like ninety five. Hundred. Right? This will be ninety five or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I think we talked, we mentioned this in our um, our wrapped our Spotify wrapped. But we had we had it said that in our category, which I forget what our specific category is on Spotify, we had like. 1,380 minutes more than most creators. So that's 88% of, yeah. like, more than most creators, which is, like, yeah. wild. So all those times, like, and I know that we, you know, we have not, like, we've kind of faltered towards the end of the year with all the craziness that is life. So we haven't gotten out as many stories as we wanted to. Um, but it did make me feel pretty good, Yeah, we, <laughs> we had so If much there's stuff. anything to say about Tales, is they got lots of content. There's lots of stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> we make a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. So, yeah, this will more than likely be our last episode of the year. Um, but we'll, we'll have more to come in the coming year, of course. So. Yeah, I already... I was already, next script done. I already started the 2023 tab on our, on our, on our nice. schedule. We can fill it out. But, yeah. Woo! Cool. Well, good. So, today, though, I mean... We're going to end the year as we always do with talking about the game of the year, the game of the year awards, and kind of talking about what we played as well as what we think should have won <laughs> or won or we agreed yeah. with. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how about this? Ryan, we'll start from the bottom and work our I way think up. So and I think that makes sense because I don't think yeah. it, it, with our list here at Storygoers, we had game of the year at the top and it feels like maybe we shouldn't start with game of the year we'll start at yeah, the bottom we'll yeah. work our way up and it'll be great um do you want me to do we want to alternate we can always cut this out do you want to alternate okay yeah. cool um so starting at the bottom um not with importance but of like maybe there was not as much hype best adaptation um mm. so a a video game that was turned into some other type of media i'd be really curious to see next year with the last of us show how that all shakes out 
Um, oh, me too. Me too. We've got Arcane, uh, the League of Legends show on Netflix. We've got Cyberpunk Edgerunners, which I know you really enjoyed by Netflix. Cuphead mm-hmm. show on Netflix. Sunset of Hedgehog 2 movie. And then the Uncharted movie. I have seen none of these things at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, as I, I still have not seen Uncharted. I don't plan on seeing Uncharted. It's just not my thing. Video games are for me. I'm, I get enough Tom Holland in my Spider-Man, so that's that's enough for me. Uh, same with Santa Hedgehog 2. Same with the Cuphead show. Same with Arcane. Even though I've heard great yeah, things heard about Arcane, I do want to check it out. Um, you know, for me, I've only seen Cyberpunk Edge Riders. I really loved it a lot, so that's what I would have picked going into yeah. this. Um, but I, I do know that Arcane was really well-received, even by people that don't like League or know nothing about League. People really liked Arcane, which says yeah. a lot. I think that's the same with Cyberpunk as well. People who don't know who didn't know anything about Cyberpunk 2077 went into this anime and really liked it a lot. So I think that just shows we're going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I think that when it, you adapt this medium in kind of a, uh, like a, like a into like a anything but a live action, you typically get some good results, right? Like even Sonic the Hedgehog 2, like say what you will, right? Is typically is kind of considered live action, but all the characters are CG, so or CGI, so. That helps it not feel so like yeah. weird. You yeah. know what I mean. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. I I say that, but again, The Last of Us on HBO Max looks really good. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. I don't know. I'm very hopeful, yeah. but my expectations are at a, a low <laughs> just to make yeah. sure. You know. Yeah. But Pedro Pascal's never done me wrong. No, no. Well, he he did me wrong, but it's not his fault because what happens to him on Game of Thrones should never happen. <laughs> right. Uh, and the writers let him down, or George R. R. Martin let him I, down. Eric, I think that episode was one of the few episodes. I could be wrong here, but memories are weird. Was that one of the episodes we were we were one of the few times we were all together watching that? I remember yes. us all just it yeah was. yeah yeah yeah. Okay, cool. Your your basement, yeah, your parents parents basement, basement, basement I think. Yeah, we were, uh, yeah, and our friends were there, and then the thing happened. Oh, I mean, it's been years, <laughs> so I'm just I'm just gonna say it. So I, I forget what his name is, but Pedro Pascal's character in Game of Thrones is like winning his fight against the mountain, yeah. whatever his name was. I'm so bad at Game of Thrones yeah. now. Like the hype is so so out of it for me. Um, but and, and the, long story short, Pedro Pascal's character dies, and like the worst yeah. way is eyes get like gouged out, and it's awful. And I remember just the and then the episode just ends. <laughs> I remember just sitting there so, I felt so defeated. It's like he was like my favorite character in the yeah. show. He was so cool. And then I think one of our friends, our good friends Posey, he was like, "Yeah, I knew that was going to in the books." I was like, "Oh, that's horrible!" Yeah. Like you knew, you knew that we all liked this yeah. guy. That was funny though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Arcane, I gotta check it out, but yeah, I, I'm not surprised at one. I, I heard yeah. really good things yeah. about it, so good for Arcane. Uh, yeah, good for Arcane. I mean, they're 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 killing it. Like they're doing so good. Like, it, it, and that's the thing that I struggle with because I want to like League so much. Like I love the artwork of it. I love the character designs of that game. It's just the gameplay. I just it just it's one of those kinds of things. I tried it back when I was in college a lot. I've really tried to play with my friends. Um, but it just was not clicking for me. I just could not grasp it in the way I wanted it to. But now, I mean, Arcane is making so many different things with their IP. They're making a fighting game that looks oh, really good. Cool. Uh, I think it's called Project L. Yeah, it looks, it's a two two v two fighting game. It looks really really good. Um, I know they're doing a couple other things as well. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, but yeah. So good on them. I'm excited for it. I hope it. I hope they do well. So and same with Cyberpunk. I'm glad that I'm glad that Edge Runners came back and gave that game new life and everybody loved and yeah and it, 
it brought everybody back, which just uh, Studio Trigger is an anime studio that does amazing work um, in animes. They usually do just one season shows. I forget off the top of my head what other ones they've done, but um, I'm not surprised they did such a good job bringing this back. They did so good. So, yeah. Uh, the next category is the best debut indie. Mm. So what indie this year came out and just stole the show? We have Neon White, which is that uh, really popular um, speedrunning game that's been all yeah. over like People Twitch. Really like it. Uh, yeah. Norco, Stray. I had no idea what Norco was either. Yeah, Ryan, you shook your head. I had no idea either. I had no idea what Norco was. Uh, Stray, which is a beloved cat game that everybody's talking about. Tunic, the beloved fox game that everybody's talking about. <laughs> and then Vampire Survivors, it's, Ryan's, Ryan's yeah, game. Yeah, it's a pretty incredible game. Yeah. I personally would pick Stray mm-hmm. just because I, I, I didn't play Neon White. It's not my kind of thing. I had no idea what Norco is. Tunic was fun until it wasn't mm. like it just really dro- dropped off for me because i just was like going back and forth to the same places i'm really bad at metrovania kind of game so that's probably more True. on me and i have not tried vampire survivors ryan don't I, hate well, me I you're fine. One day, I promise. eric the way to play vampire survivors is on the steam deck sometime i'm gonna when i'm gonna have okay. you come over i'm gonna hand you the steam deck and yes. you're gonna try it yes and it's it, it is i mean it's on mobile now um so i don't know how well it plays on mobile but the the only thing you're doing is moving a character around and making choices, so I'm sure it plays just fine. Um, I don't know how the phone's going to handle it, because sometimes, like, computers chug with how much is going on on the screen. Um, but yeah. who knows? Um, but yeah, that it is... It, 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 no worries. It's okay. Um, I don't... And, okay. and right. you know, I don't even know if... I love Vampire Survivors. I think it's maybe one of the most important indie games of the year, in that it is... Um, created a whole new genre of survivor games. If you it and month over month on Steam, it is the top played game. It has been the top played Steam Deck game what? for probably six months. It, oh my it god! Is, it is a a because it is so easy to pick up and play, and there is so much like it is just it's just a fun little game. That being said, I think the case of the Golden Idol is the best debut for me. It came out a little bit too late to be included in the Game of the War mm. Year Awards. But it is, in the same way Oberdin was like this weird, incredible mystery game, Case of the Golden Idol is is that for me. I love that game so much, and it was so such a fun game to play that I think I probably would have given it to. And, and because I want more games like that. I want more yeah, mystery yeah. games where you're not like choosing dialogue trees. You're, you're actually using context clues and the 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 to, to solve a, a mystery and solve a puzzle that's a little bit different and weird um so i probably would have chosen the case of the golden idol but vampire servers um straight i my partner played i played a little bit but i didn't play a ton of tunic i loved but in vampire servers is probably the second most game i played this year um but i think i would have mm-hmm. done the case of the golden idol just because it's i want i want more of that kind of game that's so cool yeah yeah i think my i wouldn't be surprised if stray won this category because they were never going to not i shouldn't say it like that because they were likely not going to win game of the year right so like i feel like stray had to win something because the, the hype was so real like i remember reading online some people were just like it was like you either love it or hate it like the fact that stray was up for game of the year some people were like if stray wins oh i see my mic if stray wins game of the year like then this is so rigged and like this is so silly and stupid. And other people were just like, if the cat doesn't win, we riot. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, you still like this either back and forth. So I think, I think Stray had to win something. Yeah. And I also like, if you don't know how the game awards work, essentially journalists, game journalists, vote 
on all of these topics. Essentially, you get a yeah. you get a list of topics, and then you nominate people. So if there's some weird things in here, just know it is because um, it was all just it wasn't there was not like a voting process. I mean, I guess there was. You just nominated. If nothing's got nominated, it's on here. And oftentimes, the game awards favor big budget, flashy games over yeah. small indie games. And Stray. It's an indie game, but it felt first party in the way it was marketed, it good, the yeah. way it was the polish of it. So I think that's probably partially why is it it, it was such a well made and well polished game. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it, it, they just did such a good job. Um, actually, I see Blue Twelve Studio. My dog is, is not <laughs> happy. Uh, is uh, just did such a good job on that game. And so I actually have not beaten it yet, but I want to go back and finish it. It's really, really, really cute. I mean, and who doesn't want to help a cat get back yeah, to their, exactly. their family, yeah. you know? Jeez. Uh, well, next we're going to talk about content creator of the year. Honestly, we're all, we're all too old. Uh, for, we're too old to know any of these content creators. <laughs> I'm still watching the content creators I watched like in college. I have not added any Same. new content creators to my uh, repertoire, so I know none of these people. <laughs> I, I have, I have uh, kids come to my office and they go... Do you watch this person on YouTube? I'm like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. And they go, you should check him out. I'm like, I'm no, I'm good. thank you though. I appreciate that's so kind. Of yeah. And they're like, you look like this streamer. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I probably won't look it up. Like, it's so nice of you to to say yeah. that, but yeah, even though it's not, but whatever. So anyway, we're gonna skip ahead to best multiplayer yeah. game. So the best outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design. I'll start again, including co-op and massively online player experiences. Uh, irrespective of game genre or platform. Uh, so they had Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Uh, so they picked Splatoon 3, which I thought was wild. Yeah, wild. But that game is super People popular love it. in Japan yeah. right now. In, it's huge in Japan. Whereas like over here, all I hear about is Call of Duty and maybe Overwatch mm-hmm. 2. Yeah. Right? I thought with all the all the kind of craziness of Overwatch 2, that would help it a lot more. But I think because of the Battle Pass stuff and all the negative press, I can see why that didn't win necessarily. Um, I'm really surprised that Call of Duty didn't take it, though, honestly. And Multiverse, Multiverses has died yeah, out really lost hard. Its, Actually, lost the numbers have really tanked yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, and I haven't heard anything about it. I heard Treasure Revenge is very good, very but good. I don't think it would ever stand a chance. Yeah. Um, very surprised that Call of Duty didn't, didn't win this, but I think it makes sense though because Splatoon 3 is... And I think that the people who... The the outlets that vote on this know that Splatoon 3 is killing in Japan, so it just makes more sense to vote for that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It, I never no. played it. It looks yeah. fun, but I never Would you do it. Overwatch, yeah. do you think, Eric? I would have to do Overwatch, yeah. I'm, I don't really play Call of Duty anymore, even though I'm sure it's fun. You know, um, in Multiverses, I downloaded, but I never actually got to. I just kind of, the, the hype really fell out for me pretty fast. And, um, but yeah, the only one I've played is Overwatch 2, so I would probably pick Overwatch 2 in terms of multiplayer. Um, but when you think about multiplayer, so it's including co-op and massively online, uh. a, a massive multiplayer experience i probably would pick played up quite yeah honestly. i mean that's <laughs> i probably would pick played yeah. up I, I think played up deserved way more hype or way more recognition than, it, than it's gotten um so for me personally i probably because we had we've had so much fun yeah, playing played up so good. uh with i hope the, it, I hope it gets more i hope it gets more love and support um it's just a, it, it's just a tiny indie game is the challenge it did get picked up it was on polygon's yeah. top 50 games of the year which i was super surprised to get that was on anybody's radar that's awesome um but 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play any of these multiplayer games. Shredder's Revenge looks very fun. It gives me the Scott Pilgrim yeah. uh, vibes, yes. um, which yep. was a very very fun game. Um, but I haven't played good game. So I guess yeah, I guess the the multiplayer game I've I would, I've enjoyed the most this year was probably played up. I think. Yeah, played. I think played up would take it for me, uh, which is funny because like it's just such a different. You know, back in like when I was like fifteen, I probably would have picked like Call of Duty or Overwatch two, right? But it, being 31, I'm just like, played up. So <laughs> you know, it's such a different mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to get the nuke anymore in yeah, Call of Duty. Like, I've moved beyond that. Like, I've, I've grown as a person to not need that. <laughs> but if you do, more yeah. power to you. You know, it's not like a knock against you, right? It's just like different different phases. Yeah. Different people, different yeah. phases. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, next, we have Bex Sports and Racing um, for traditional and non-traditional racing sports games. Uh, F122, FIFA 23. Oh, yeah, sports. Okay. I was like, that's not a racing game. Yeah. <laughs> 23, NBA 2K3, Grand Turismo 7, and Ali Ali World. I have not played any of these. Um, I've heard Ali Ali yeah. World is good. Um, that's what I probably would have I haven't. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd probably pick that one too, just because it's the only one I've heard people talk about, and it sounds like a fun time. But uh, I know none of these things. I... Um, yeah, respect to everybody who plays these. I just it's not. I just know the Grand Turismo. It looks beautiful. Yeah, like, it looks like an absolutely game. amazing game. Um, I probably pick Ali Ali World just because it looks so unique yeah. and different to itself yeah. than anything mm-hmm. else around it. So I would probably pick mm-hmm. that. Um, or you know what? Screw it. Mario Kart just released their new track. They're in. They're Mario in. <laughs> it, would, it would never be able <laughs> to win. But I would. That's that's what I would yeah. pick right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, best simulation slash strategy game. So, game that focuses on real time or turn based strategy. Uh, we have Dune, Spice Wars. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oof. It's uh, such a weird title. All right, Dune, Spice Wars. I think of Spice yeah. Girls. That's all the Spice Girls fighting yeah. each other. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Total War, Warhammer 3, Two Point Campus, and Victoria 3. I have not played any of these, to be quite honest with you. Um, I, I just from the name alone, I'd probably pick Dune. But that's not true. I'd probably pick Mario. It's supposed Rabbids, to be very think, good. It's that, supposed to be very good. Yeah, I've heard. It's, I heard it's really good, and it's Mario. So like, you, I feel like you can't go yeah. wrong. Um, I have played Two Point Campus. It's fine. Um, if you like the Two Point games, Two Point Hospital was a very fun game. I don't know if it would win. Victoria Three, I haven't played yet, um, but it is made by Paradox, and I love their strategy games. Um, Warhammer, Total War games, I love, but I haven't played the Warhammer ones. I've heard Raving Ra- Rabbits, Mario and Rabbits is very good. I have not seen anything on Spice Wars. Um, so I'd probably also give it to Mario and Rabbits, or um, maybe once Midnight Suns gets attacked together, it could it could it could be here mm. because it's doing some really interesting stuff with strategy games. Um, but I haven't played any of these other than Two Point Campus, and I don't think it's like anything incredible. It's very fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I'm not sure. It's a hard. Uh, yeah. That's a hard. Um, it's they, they. have to pull so many. They have to. Yeah, that's a hard. A hard. A uh, hard one. Um, next, we have best family games for the best game appropriate for family play, interact in irrespective of genre or platform. Kirby the Forgotten Lands, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Mario and Rabbids or Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon 3. I have played uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. I've heard the beginning is kind of slow and boring and the end gets like incredible and good, but I haven't gotten there. Mm. I've played Lego Star Wars. It was really fun. It's kind of overwhelming. It is like an open world Lego game with like side quests everywhere. 
Um, uh-huh. And so it's a huge game. So me and my partner played it probably like, probably put about 15, 20 hours in it, but then like kind of lost steam. Rabbits, Switch Sports, Splatoon 3. I don't know. I, I don't think I've played enough of these to make a choice. Um, I mean, I've played the one I've played the most is Lego Star Wars, so I might pick that, but it's not doing anything incredible. Um, I've heard Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Kirby in the Forgotten Land has this cool thing where there's a you can play as Kirby and you have all the cool powers of Kirby, but then the second player plays as Waddle D and you just have a spear yeah. and you can't die. And you, so it's like a really good game to like play with a young kid. And I've heard that. Um, so I, I but I can't speak any more on that, but so maybe I'd get it to Kirby. Cause I think that's a good, a good time. I think Kirby is a solid pick. I think you're probably right on this one. Um, and granted, I haven't played any of these games, so I really don't have any say here, you know what I mean? But I think when I think of like best family game, I think of one that I could see all family members singing in front of the TV and playing. And for me, that's probably Nintendo Switch Sports. And I've watched a little bit online of other people playing on YouTube and stuff, and it looks like a lot of fun. Like, I really don't have a reason to buy it right now, because it's just me and my partner, and we I don't think we'd play that necessarily. We, we might, but... Um, but I don't know. But then again, like you we were saying with Kirby, like that has a great accessibility and uh, and kind of allows people of all different types of gameplay ability to play it. So I could see how that would be a great family game to play. So uh, I'll, I'll probably back you up on that and say Kirby should probably win that. Okay, next is best fighting game. And actually, this is what I really want to talk about. So I'm actually pretty excited for it. But uh, this is for the best fighting game, or the best game actually, designed primarily around head-to-head combat. The nominees are DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle, R, <laughs> The King of Fighters, oh geez, 15, that's right, uh, Multiverses, and Sifu. So what I want to say is, I thought about this actually the other day, I, I I really struggle. I think many people, different people have different opinions on this, so there's no right or wrong answer. I don't think that Sifu should be on this list. Primarily centered around the idea of martial arts, right? You're, you are fighting through this game. But, like, I see Sifu so much more as an action-adventure game than a fighting game. Like, look at all these other examples. These, you know, so DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, King of Fighters, um, and even Multiverses are, you know, it's on a singular platform. It's on, you know different platforms and you're kind of versing each other there's no story essentially there i mean there is but you know it's very it's not the focus here whereas see if you're going from level to level to level there is an overarching story that you're kind of exploring here um it's just not it's not it doesn't belong in this category like i love sifu it's one of my favorite games of this year but it's just not it does not belong in this on this category so i would never pick sifu for this um out of respect for the other games because they are fighting games you know what I mean? So, yeah. Do you think what happened here is like again a bunch of um, uh, journalists were like, I don't know, Sifu was a, like they googled best fighting game and Sifu yeah. came up or fighting games of 2022 and Sifu popped up and then they just threw it in or something or or they just didn't know any of these other fighting games and they Sifu was like a pretty big game so they just threw that in there maybe. Yeah, I think so. I cause like I, I watch a lot of like fighting game content on YouTube a lot. Um, Mostly because I can't play because my internet sucks a lot, so I can't really play online games, uh, which sucks. But I can live vicariously through the people playing them. I enjoy watching it; it's a lot of fun. But you know, so like for example, like the fighting game community is super small comparatively to most other genres of of video games. Like fighting games, really don't don't get bought a whole lot. Like DNF Duel did not do as well as it was hoping to. Even King of Fighters 15 did not do very well. The best game 
that came out recently for fighting games is uh, Guilty Gear Strive, which sold. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that's not true. It's Tekken. It was Tekken. Guilty Gear Strive actually underperformed as well. You know, they they did okay. They did pretty good. But Tekken Tekken Seven sold like by you know by and far the most fighting games. Um, but of course, the all-time winner being um, Super Smash Brothers, of course. Um, anyway. Uh, I would have not be surprised if the people who voting Doctor <laughs> the people who voted for this saw the other box, checked it off, and wrote Sifu because I'm I would bet the majority of them don't play fighting games, yeah. so that's probably what happened. Unfortunately, because Sifu, I, I feel like that was a lot of negative. Uh, people were questioning like, should Sifu even be on this list, and that was never slow claps the developers' fault. Like they didn't obviously no. want to be on this list. I don't think. But I don't know. I don't know. I just I just feel like Sifu deserved better than that to be to be thrown into the best fighting because there's fighting in it. But like, you know what I mean? Like, what other game? God of War has fighting. Uh, in it. All the yeah. other games. <laughs> yeah, God of War has yeah. fighting in it. Like, is that a fighting yeah. game now? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, if I can beat the crap out of things with his fists. I don't have to use his weapons. Is that now a best fighting yeah. game? It's just it's a little silly yeah. to me. Um, I feel like the Game Awards kind of dropped the ball on that one. They could have done better with like saying no, Seafood's not a fighting game. Like it's an action adventure game. But whatever. And maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Slowcap wanted to be there. I'm not sure. But you know, whatever. <laughs> so I, to answer the question though, who would we pick? Um, I actually probably would pick DNF Duel personally. It didn't do super well. I know Multiverses it came out of the gate super hot and, and crazy, but it didn't really de- redefine anything. DNF Duel is really cool. It just had its own style and flair. Um, I could see how multiverse is one, but for me, it would probably have been DNF duel. Yeah, I, I, I have no, I've not, uh, I have no concepts on any of these things. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm going to default to you uh, <laughs> on that. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, multiverses makes sense, though. It's yeah. so many different characters coming together, and it was known by a lot of folks. Re- yeah, and it just, it just didn't really revolutionize anything. It was just kind of like a Smash Brothers clone again, just like the Nickelodeon one that no one talks about yeah. anymore. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, so, it had yeah. its really hot time in you know September, October, and the voting for this was in yeah. like November. So right, so it's still fresh in people's minds when you're when you're doing that voting um, in the fall for the Game Awards when all the you know uh, journalists got their stuff. So it makes sense that's when yep. they were thinking about it. I actually would say I would even say. Um, that instead of Sifu be on this list, I would probably put Rumbleverse on this list instead. Mm. That's more of a fighting game to yeah. me than Sifu yeah. is. And actually, and I probably would have then picked Rumbleverse. I actually had a lot of fun playing Rumbleverse. Um, I see that more as a fighting game, even though I know it's a much more of a multiplayer. It's more of a MMO <laughs> than it is a fighting game. But I think that that makes more that, that makes more sense to me than Sifu. Yeah. So uh, we have best Rant best. Over. <laughs> Best role-playing game, a game designed with rich character customization progress, and also including massive multiplayer experiences. Elden Ring, Live Alive, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I have also played none of these games, um, mm. so I have no concept. I am not surprised by who won at all, um, no, but I have no. not touched any yeah. of these. I mean, I have played other RPGs, like God of War has some RPG elements. Uh, yep. Horizon Zero Dawn has has RPG elements. I've played other RPG games, but I have not played these, so I don't know. Um, I am not surprised at all that. I would you say Cult of the Lamb? Oh yeah, I guess game? yeah. There is some role playing game elements there. Yeah, yeah. There is there's character progression. There is progression. Yeah, sure. I'll give it to Cult of the Lamb. I would say Cult of the Lamb yeah. for me. See, and I'll get I'll get more into it. I'm I'll be, and later on we talk about game of the year. But I mean, Elden Ring. I just didn't play it. I've watched I watched gameplay of it. And it's just not my kind of yeah. game. Um, 
which is frustrating because I want to I want to understand other people's perspectives about Elden Ring so badly. I want I want it to make sense because for me, it just it, I struggle to to understand um, why. Oh, I'll touch about this later. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to. I played I, the only one I played in this list is Pokemon Legends Arceus, and I didn't love it. And I know, and it's more because of me. I know it's because of me. I was as someone who wants to keep things neat and tidy. Uh, and I and I way over empathize into things way too hard. Like when I able to like open my inventory and find like I don't know I can't remember what what Pokemon are in this game. Like twenty Pidgeys just sitting in my inventory that I'll never touch. I'd be like, ugh, I don't want to keep all these twenty Pidgeys. So I have to go through and release every single one I'm never gonna ever touch. And it was just such a tedious thing. I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> I just made me like lose yeah. steam. And I think you know I. I we're going to talk about what games we played this year at the end. I haven't played Pokemon um, Scarlet and Violet yet, though I, I want to by the end of the year, and I hear that it just makes it so much better. So I think that will probably... That was a, probably a much better choice to pick instead of Arceus, but of course, that came out way yeah. too late to be considered. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet did, so... Uh, I probably would have picked Arceus, but I see why Elden Ring won. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know if... I haven't played any of these enough. I've heard Triangle Strategy is interesting, um, it keeps popping up on my, you should try this on Steam. I'm not surprised at all. Elden Ring, one, it is like one of the best. But well, we can talk about more of that when we get to the the game of yep. the year stuff. Um, because it'll, it'll have that. We'll have more conversations about that there. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one we have is best action slash adventure game. It goes without saying. Combining combat and traversal and puzzle solving. Uh, we have a Plague Tale, Requiem. God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. Um, all, all cool games. I really want to play A Plague Tale. I I just know, again, going. this is all me. It usually comes back to me and my weird preferences. I know that in the first Plague Tale, spoiler alert, like a dog gets like sucked into a sinkhole and dies, and it just like, I was immediately like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> just didn't touch it. I was like, I don't really care anymore. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, my, my go-to, whenever I watch a horror film especially, but usually when I watch a movie, I... You know, but that's not John Wick, I guess. Uh, I usually like my 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 motto is if an animal dies at some point, I'm typically out at that point. I, I don't really. I, I kind of like I kind of separate from the movie itself. Yeah, which sounds so silly to say out loud, but just it's just my weird thing. I watched yeah. um, if you see, I don't I, I I no offense, I I think I would doubt you've seen this movie, right? Have you seen the movie Hereditary at all? No, no. I it's think a super I, you may have talked movie. about it before, but I've not seen it. It's, I think it's one of the scariest movies I've seen, just because like it was literally horror. It wasn't jump scary. Anyway, going through that movie, I really forced myself. It, I saw it in theaters. It was so hard to sit in that movie because I was so I, I was just so tense the whole time. And I, and I told my partner like, if there's any any animals dying in this movie, I'm I'm walking out of this theater. Like I just like I can't take it. And spoiler alert for this movie: the very very end, you see the family dog dead at the end and i was like of course they would wait to the end of this movie and i was like this is so irritating gotcha. i need to see what happens yeah, yeah. it's like the last five minutes and i was like this is stupid um <laughs> i don't know i went off on a, again i went off on a huge thing there you can skip ahead guys um, <laughs> if you're going to do this again in the past, whatever this makes no sense i would pick god of ragnarok 100 percent. like yeah. it just makes the most sense great great titles here i didn't play forbidden west i know people loved it yeah um, good. i played stray but it's not again i don't see that there's no, I don't see it as combat. I see it as traversal and puzzle solving. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And then Tunic was cool, but just I fell off of it. So 100%. Why, why wasn't there, why wasn't Elden Ring on this? Weird categories. They, the categories are weird, and that's just all there is to it. Yeah. Um, it's just, just however, how it, how it shook out. Um, so weird. Yeah. I've played all of these, but a Plague Tale. 
Uh, I think I would also give it to God of War. I think it, it is the best of these. Horizon Forbidden West, Forbidden West, is a very good game. Um, but I th- and the combat and puzzle solving intervals are all fun. Um, I, I don't think the moment to moment they are. It's really hard because, like, when I think about God of War Ragnarok, I'm thinking about the whole experience. When I think of Horizon Forbidden West, I think about the whole experience. I don't know if I can separate the combat exclusively. I think the God of War combat is is more is tighter. It is more well thought out. Yeah, but it is also completely different. Tunic, the combat you're really just swinging. There is some really cool puzzle solving. I think Tunic has some of the most interesting puzzle stuff going on. Yeah, um, yeah. just because of the way you engage with it. Um, and I didn't play much straight. So yeah, I think I do God of War as well. Um, just because I think it kind of does everything Horizon does, but a little bit better. Um, unfortunately for Horizon, uh, they're making yeah. good stuff, but they just keep getting, uh, they have bad timing. Horizon does. Uh, yeah. Games does. It's, I mean, I was about, I was about to say, oh, I'll bring it up at the end, actually. It comes more into the game of the, game of the year category. So, yeah, yeah. I forget who's on who. Oh, who's on which one now? <laughs> uh, I think it's me. Okay. Yeah, because I did roleplay. Um, for best action game, uh, different from action adventure, it, it's the best <laughs> action game. The uh, best game action genre focused primarily on combat. Um, so this is where Sifu should have been. It oh, is here. Is here. Is here. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. I haven't played any of these. Um, I know the story of Sifu, and it's very good, so I'd maybe go with Sifu. I've heard Chicken's Revenge is good, um, but I haven't touched any of these other games. I would 100% pick Sifu. Like, 100, like Sifu had me totally wrapped in it until I, like, I think I 100%ed it, but like, um, maybe not. I don't know about that. But um, I just really love Sifu so much, and I think, I don't know, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Bayonetta has its following for a reason. I think people really enjoy that game. It's never been a game that I've, like, needed to play um and it had so much not hype but just so much energy coming off of it from all the scandal that was coming from that game with the previous voice actress and or, i'm sure previous voice actor and um uh so yeah anyway i think sifu 100 percent takes this like this is i think this category is fit for sifu you know what i mean like it, it's just it, it the game is combat and and it's just so good. I, I think Sifu was so undervalued, and I think it 100% should have won this title, this this category. Yeah, I definitely think there's probably a recency bias here too, right? Where Sifu, like, with Tunic, yeah. I forgot Tunic came out this year, right? Because it came Me out too. so long ago. Same with Sifu. Sifu came out probably, was it in the spring? or was it February. It February. Yeah, it's so hard to compete against a game that came out, like, the month that people are writing about these things. So yeah. I, think, I think that's always going to be a challenge with this type of um, way of deciding um, the games is um, yeah, that recency bias. And there's, but there's one game that, that, that defined, defies that. You know what I mean? But we'll talk about that later. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It, bo- yeah. it bothers me a little bit, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I, we, no, best we don't, virtual reality. We, game. we can't. We can't afford VR. Get out of here. No. Yeah. There's no way. I have. I've again. Kids are coming off. It's like I have a VR. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents are rich. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm jealous. And I heard Moss is really cool. I would want to. Yeah. I want to try. Um, Moss looks super cool. Among Us VR sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. But again, yeah. I've never, never played it. I'm gonna skip ahead to the next one. Is that cool? Yeah. Please do. Uh, innovation and accessibility, so games that kind of really push the medium for uh, addressing features to help people uh, who struggle and, and 
playing video games and gets to a wider audience. So he has As Dusk Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part 1, and The Quarry. And I heard, I, I actually really don't know a whole lot about this either, but I will say I've heard a lot about God of War's accessibility and actually cool The Last stuff. of Us as well. How they went back to The Last of Us and, and redid that as well. Um, yeah. So it's just cool. I I honestly don't have a I don't even have a winner to pick. I think they're all. This is sounds so lame. You ready for my lame comment of the day, everyone? <laughs> yeah. I think they all deserve to win because like yeah. that's just really cool. Everybody's taking the time to push innovation and accessibility for people to so everybody can enjoy video games and not just people who are, you know, physically or yeah, physically able to. I guess. Yeah. I might be I might be saying that wrong, so I apologize. But yeah, I, th- I think I think any any. Or a company that takes the time to do these things. I don't. I don't think it makes a lot of sense to say, "Well, who is the best at making things accessible?" Um, certainly, if yeah. you if you if you're going above and beyond, I think that should be celebrated. Um, but I think I think Sony I think Sony Interactive Entertainment. All of their first party games that have come out have tried and are can, probably going to continue to try to push mm-hmm. that in an important way. So I hope they keep doing that um, because Horizon also had a ton of stuff. Um, as well. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think they're they're as a company, or, or 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 they have some champions within their company who are pushing those things, which I think is really great. Um, yeah, it feels weird to, to kind of compete on who's the most accessible. Yeah, yeah. A little weird, right? Right. <laughs> in retrospect, a bunch of a bunch of like able-bodied people voting on which is the most accessible feels a little bit a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it is what it is. It's the game awards. I don't know what to tell you. Things are weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, best community support uh, recognize the game for outstanding community support transparency responsiveness including social media activity game updates and patches Apex Legends Destiny 2 Final Fantasy 14 Fortnite No Man's Sky weird one um, No Man's Sky came out like so long ago I guess all these so, so some of these came, I guess all of them did so I guess it's continued support um, that's true I have played Destiny I have played No Man's Sky I have not played Final Fantasy 14 I constantly hear about Final Fantasy XIV and how good and well ran that game is, and I have not touched it. So they can have it because, like, I I am a part of the Destiny community. I play it a lot. Bungie does a lot of really great stuff. They do a lot of dumb stuff. All all good intentioned. Um, and I would say probably most most people who are trying to make games are good intentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, but I constantly hear about Final Fantasy XIV, um, and the things going on there and how 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 responsive and transparent and how how good of a company how good of a game that is so i it makes sense that they won yeah yeah i think you know what i will i will say i also hear a lot about final Final fantasy 14 as well and i think that's a huge game after um what was the game that died out a little bit that brought about all my animals are just driving me crazy (laughs) oh my god um I don't know. What I was going to say, I just lost my document because my cat stepped on my keyboard. <laughs> I was going to lose it. Um, what I will say is that I think, from what I hear from, not to be a, a, just repeating everything I say every time I talk, but uh, from the kids I work with at my job as a therapist, I, I keep hearing about how, like, you know, Fortnite this week is dead. You know, Fortnite isn't cool. And for multiple kids. And then, and then, but then a week goes by and something happens and they're right back in it. Even adults yeah. will come in and be like, "Yeah, I, I will say, yeah. yeah, Fortnite has had a bit of a heel turn in that, like, people who used to think Fortnite is dumb and no one likes it, they got rid of building, and I've seen so many content yep. creators that I engage with go back to Fortnite and like, this game is done and silly, dumb and silly, but they're just doing fun stuff and it's fun. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. 
I think, I mean, just the day-to-day. Like, I, I have, like, I, like, adults come to my office, and I'm like, oh, yeah, what do you, as I know they, they play games. I'm like, oh, what are you playing? Uh, and they go, like, they're, like, almost ashamed to say it. Like, oh, a little bit of Fortnite. Like, no, like, why? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I don't play it, but, like, I don't feel any hate towards Fortnite. Like, they know exactly what they're doing. Look at, like, all the things that they do. They're, Geralt, Doom Guy, <laughs> Hulk, My Hero Academia. Like, yeah. wild. It's just wild. running around shooting each other. Like, yeah. Geralt with a gun shooting people. Like, the Hulk with a gun shooting people. Like, <laughs> and it apparently it works. Like, I, I can't... It, it feels very jarring to me. I don't really... I saw a clip of, like, Thor running around with a gun. I was like, this just feels so weird. Like, this just <laughs> yeah. doesn't feel very right to me. But but it brings people in. People love yeah. it. People yeah. love it. And you know what? And honestly, more power to, to Fortnite. Because from what I understand, there's no uh, pay-to-win. It's no. all cosmetic, yeah. you know. And then think about this as well, like how silly it is. It, it's so silly. And again, there's another bash towards Blizzard. As much as I play Overwatch too, like their skins that they show off. Like you can get this skin if you pay, pay twenty bucks, right? You don't actually get to see the skin. Like, you see the hands of the skin. Yeah. But you don't get to see the skin. Whereas in Fortnite, you do get to see your skin. You yeah. play, you know, third person. It's just it's it's very. I don't know the companies that that make those choices. It just is very silly. But then Fortnite, I think they're just smart. They're just, yeah, they're smart. They're folks. just smart. They're yeah. just they're really smart. Same with I mean, I, I we used to play uh, with our our friend Dave and and my friend your cousin Tyler that we play. You know, I used to play Apex with them a lot. Um, but even then, it's the same deal. You get a yeah. cool skin, but you can only see the hands of the skin. Like yeah. unless you do like a special uh, kill move, you can actually see the the whole skin. But like, that doesn't happen very often. At least not for a normal player. I feel like like myself. Yeah. Um, anyway, my Fortnite and then Genshin Impact. Everyone loves, but I just don't. It's too. It's just too much for me. It's yeah. it's too much anime for me. Um, yeah. As someone who enjoys anime, it's just too much for me. So <laughs> anyway, Fortnite would be my winner. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I think there's also like not to continue to talk about Fortnite, but like. You get those really cool skins. And then also, like, you could make, like, the Hulk and Indiana Jones do a cool dance and watch them do yeah. a cool dance, right? Or, or like, not only do you get these interesting skins, but they make all of the emotes work with those cool skins. Mm-hmm. It's it's wild. It's a wild world. Um, and Fortnite is, is doing their best to stay relevant. And it's it's incredible that they still are. It, they're doing great. Yeah. I mean, every other game, like you said earlier, Ryan, with, like, Destiny and Assassin's Creed, like, every other game is trying to be... Like Fortnite. Yeah. Like even, I think I read, I'm pretty sure, I could be getting this wrong, so don't hold me to this. I'm pretty sure someone from Overwatch 2 even said they would love to, I'm pretty sure, love to start doing crossovers. Like they said, like they mentioned like Naruto. They would love to have Naruto crossovers, right? Which for a game like Overwatch 2 at this point, it does not feel. No, it doesn't feel right. It just feels jarring. It feels very strange. Whereas Fortnite embraced this early on. Like, Mm -hmm. and they've, and they, look how. They just, they just keep running with it. Like, it's just so good. Like, I, yeah. Fortnite just continues to kill it. I feel like they, they deserve that. Yeah. So much more. But, I mean, but again, I never played Final Fantasy XIV, so I could be super duper wrong. Yeah. And I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Next is best mobile game. We have Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Impact. Uh, Marvel, Snap, and Tower of Fantasy. I have not played any of these, but everyone and their mother is talking about Marvel Snap, how much yeah, they love it. Yeah. Um, and the creator of of that and Hearthstone was on stage, and he's a very he's an interesting personality. He looks kind of fun. 
he looks like he's pretty cool at parties, so I'm happy that he got it. It sounds like it sounds like a lot of fun. Our friends yeah. are talking about it. On, sounds like it's on a very fun game. Group chat, yeah. and it sounds like a lot it's of like, fun. Took what was good about Hearthstone and then like boil it down even smaller so that like you have a deck of twelve cards instead of like fifty or whatever. So like yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be very good and very quick and, and accessible. I, it sounds very good. So I'd probably pick that. I don't really have any other yeah interest in. I don't try to. I the only mobile game I have right now. I, I, people are gonna hate me. I sorry. I keep talking about my work. Okay. Is uh, Plants vs Zombies because I had to make a deal with a kid that you know if he's open and uh, we work together and you know he shows like even five minutes of effort we can play five, Plants vs Zombies together, um, and that's been actually super helpful. We've actually made a lot of progress, <laughs> so it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we play Plants vs Zombies. Only only mobile game on my phone. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, oh, best indie for outstanding creative technical achievement, a game made outside of the traditional publishing system. Uh, feels like we talked about a lot of these things already, um, but I guess like yeah. debut indie versus just best indie. I don't know. I don't fully understand what the difference is Wait. because all these games came out this year as well. I'm not I'm so really confused, sure. but yeah, yeah. There's like the really... best debut indie, which is I guess an indie that came out this year, and the best indie. Which also all came out this year. I don't know. I don't understand what's okay, going on yeah, here. Yeah, they're still getting their bearings. Um, creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional holding system. Sure. Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Um, I think of these, I would probably go with either... I only played Cult of the Lamb and Tunic. Yeah. Um, I think... Hmm, Tunic, I think, had was more interesting. Cult of the Lamb, I think, was more fun. Um, I would give it to the case of the Golden Idol, though, personally. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Sifu is also, I, I like you said, is very good, so I don't know. I, I didn't play it, but... Yeah, I think, oh, I, I'm stuck, because I think, as great as Stray is, and it really, and it really was a lot of fun, and Tunic, uh, I didn't play Neon White, um, I'm kind of stuck between Sifu and Cult of the Lamb, because Cult of the Lamb had, like, kind of those, uh, you know, upgrading your cults, making it flow, having it benefit you, making you stronger. Um, whereas Sifu kind of had like the stylish points, like the, the, you know, the, the easier you're flowing in combat and the more, you know, the better you are, the more points you get, which makes you stronger or, you know, also staying alive. Cause if you die, then you age. And that was actually a lot of fun because like, if you continue to age, it really starts to wear on you. Like, Oh my God, if I die one more time, I'm going to age seven years. This is not good. Yeah. Um, I would probably my gut says Sifu. I think I would pick Sifu. I loved, okay. I really loved how they did their system. Like it, it just, it was so straightforward, and the replayability was so much fun to kind of just keep going back and trying to get better and better and better. Um, whereas Cult of the Lamb kind of wore on me a little bit. I, I was ready to be done with it. Whereas yeah, Sifu, I wish sure. there was even more. I would totally get take more Sifu. Yeah, yeah. Best ongoing game, <laughs> which feels like again another category that we just did. What it's like one's community, one's community support, and then one is ongoing game. But I feel like uh, in order to have, be a good ongoing game, you have to have community support. It's fine; they'll get it. In, all right, in the next ten years, they'll get it once I think. Holy crap! All right, uh, Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy Fourteen, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. Whoa, Fantasy Four, Final Fantasy Fourteen won it. Who would have thought? Again, I would probably pick Fortnite. I think yeah. Fortnite is the best ongoing game by far. Yeah. Uh, it just the it just doesn't. It won't. I don't think it'll ever die. I don't know. Yeah. It will eventually, but I just I I don't see it happening. So, but yeah. again, who knows? 
<laughs> yeah. What, about, I, what, what do you think? I I mean, of these, I've played a lot of Destiny. I really enjoy Destiny. I think they uh, are good. They're kind of locked into doing things the way they're doing. I'm hopeful for when they finally have a chance to refresh things. Um, yeah. But uh, I think they they uh, are doing their best. Um, I'm not surprised Final Fantasy 14 won. I'd be. I, I'm not. I would. I'm surprised Fortnite did not win. Similar to you. Yeah. Um, because it is like still probably like one of the biggest games of all time. Um, yeah. Games for impact. So this is a category I like the idea of, but I feel like is a way to kind of put a bunch of games that are doing weird, like these things into one category instead of like allowing them to be in other categories. Yeah. But yeah. that's fine. Uh, it's not, but I, I understand what they're, what they're trying to do here. Um, games that have a pro social meaning or message. Memoir Blue is Dust Fall, Citizen Sleeper, Ending Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I was a teenage exocolonist. I've not played any of these. I've heard about a handful of them. Um, I think a lot of them are, are, are oftentimes um, LBGTQ plus focused or focused mm-hmm. on um, thinking about like so uh, capitalism in different ways. Or it's 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 an interesting category. I think. There's maybe a better way to communicate that these are doing important things. And again, it feels weird putting them against each other because you're then saying, like, the way this game talks about things. I don't know. Um, I, I haven't played any of these to have a huge opinion. Um, yeah, same. I actually only know as Dusk Falls. I've heard it's very good, but for me, I don't have anything. I yeah. don't have any good picks for this one. Right, right. Same. Games for impact. Let me look at my list really fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. I honestly, games for impact, I, and like you're saying, like this this game I would pick is not a game that would go on this list at all. Um, my games for impact would be God of War Ragnarok, just from the, yeah. the, the so, total yeah. point of family building, improving oneself, how it's never too late. I, that's the game I'd pick for game. But again, this that is not what this category is for. It's not for a big AAA game like God of War. Yeah. But for me, having not played any of these, I would, I would pick God of War. Yeah. 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 Uh, best performance uh, award to an individual for voice at over acting, motion, and performance capture. Ashley Birch, which love Ashley Birch. And I was thinking about that. I saw her name on this list. And I was thinking of, hey, Ash, what you playing? And I yeah. missed that series yeah. so much. It'll never come back. And I'm so sad about <laughs> They're it. They're all doing I, different I really things. Yeah. Uh, um, Anthony, Anthony Rowe forgot a war, though. I know. And they said that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, I heard you did some of the poems in the game. Yeah. Which yeah. That was so cool. So cool. It's such a such a him thing to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know this person in real life, but like, he said, yeah, that's, yeah. that's so cool. Uh, Charlotte Mc, McBurney? Mm-hmm. Does that sound right to you? That sounds true. That sounds right. Yeah. Charlotte McBurney. Yeah. 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 I've heard her. I've heard of her before. Charlotte, if you're listening to the podcast, which I'm sure you do. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who I'm doesn't? so sorry for butchering your name. Um, Christopher Judge. Manon Gage. From immortality, Gage. yeah, yeah, and Sunny. Oh, I knew this and I forgot it. Sunny Sol- Soljic, Sol- Soljic, Soljic. Right. I'm gonna say yeah. Soljic, yeah. Uh, but the winner was Chris Judge from God of War, and I and I do agree, though I will say that that Sunny, who plays Atreus, also did a phenomenal job from what I saw, for sure. Like, yeah. I and that's why I keep saying not to, I'm not gonna go into super spoilers or anything for God of War, but like, what I love about God of War, one of the things I love for Atreus is that they get the the kind of annoying teenager down so well like the i'll i'll never die i'll never get hurt like that kind of like teenager not saying anything happens to him that's not what i'm implying but like just that mentality you know like 
how how teens can see how other people can get hurt and be so focused on that, but for themselves they can't see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they do it so well in this game. He does it such a good job at that. Like he does so good. Um, but Christopher Judge, man, like he just kills it in this game. Yeah. Yeah. The the times I've wanted to cry playing God of War Ragnarok from his acting as uh-huh. Kratos. Like he, I am so happy that he played Kratos when they redid the series. Like when they came back with the series. Like yeah. I think he, I used to watch him on um. Stargate SG One, yeah, the best show, such a good, the show. best show, such <laughs> a good show, so underrated, so yeah, underrated, and like, sure. but the, and, the, and the funniest part though, looking back, is that he played, I think his character's name was Teal'c, yeah, and Teal'c was so, yeah, was yeah. so quiet and reserved, mm-hmm. like he didn't talk very much, but like Christopher Judge is a phenomenal yeah, actor, he like phenomenal he's just actor. crazy, yeah. he's so good. I I don't know. He totally deserves it. Though I do I do think he stood on that stage during the game awards way too long. It was <laughs> I like heard uncomfortable. That. I heard that. It was yeah. so uncomfortable. I, I was telling I was telling uh, my girlfriend Lindsay. I was, I was like, "Yes, Christopher Judge won," and she's like, "Who is he?" And I was like, "He was in God of War Ragnarok. He did so good." And he's up there for like ten minutes. It feels like. And I was like, "Okay, maybe I, don't, maybe I wish I didn't. He, he didn't win this one." It's yeah. like I, this is a little too much. Right. It was it was forever. Even even Jeff Keighley was making fun of it. Yeah, yeah. Like it was it was bad. So anyway. But no, I'm happy he won. Yeah, I think I think the only change I would make is I would probably throw Odin's uh, yeah VO on here. I don't know if I don't know if they yep. would win, but man, that was an incredible performance. He did Every so time good. he was on screen, he had the like his. I don't want to spoil anything, but his ability to manipulate and communicate, and like when he's in a room, he's like this like timid, skinny. Dude, but he was, he, like, it's, he had such presence, such yes. presence um, yep. when he talked, and, yeah, it, absolutely incredible. All, all of, I mean, Ashley Birch did really tough things in Horizon, uh, no spoilers, but, like, played multiple characters, um, which is very challenging with completely different personalities, oh, which wow. is really challenging. Um, immortality, wild game, wild stuff going on in that game. Uh, you played it? No, I've, 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 a lot of the, um, current content creators I engage with, um, really enjoyed it. Um, the, uh, Justin McElroy of the McElroys really likes FMV games. This was like the FMV game. So he talked a lot about it. And like the fact that this voice actor, this, like Christopher Judge put mocap on and to deliver lines. Man, Gage had to like act in scene. Because like it was it was videotaped right it wasn't it wasn't CGI oh, right. she had to like be an actor um, and perform in both as the actor and then in multiple movies that you're watching throughout this game because in this game you're like going through the the filmography of this woman's life and you're yeah. seeing the different roles she's played so like the challenge there is really intense I still think Christopher Judge it was absolutely incredible and he deserved so to win but um the tent scene the tent scene the tent yeah yeah so many of those scenes so many it also uh Olive's such an incredible delivery if you heard that oh voice my line God, yeah absolutely it incredible so funny um yeah so funny yeah. <laughs> Maria's response is so good <laughs> yeah 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 so oh it just God. just very very good um so good. Oh my god. Some just and that's what again, we're not gonna I'm not gonna spoil God of War, but like even those moments of like in the first game when they're just in the boat talking, those little moments back and forth, like there's so many good ones of those in God of War Ragnarok that they didn't even need to be in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's yeah. so many little good touches that that they performed so well that it's just like oh it just it was so good. It just really gave that more sense that you were 
this world is alive. You know what I mean? Just in their dialogue and their performances alone, like it was so. Ah, man, it's so good. Very good. Breaks my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Best audio design uh, is uh, so the nominees are Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Two, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Grand Turismo Seven, and Horizon Forbidden West. And I, to be honest, with you, I. Audio design is not one that really stands out to me a whole lot. Like, I don't really pay attention super well to audio design, so I would probably just say God of War Ragnarok, who did win. I would probably just go with that as well. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm looking at my list now, and, yeah, I mean, nothing was crazy. Like, Cult of the Lamb had, like, fine audio. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Overwatch yeah. 2. I the don't only... Know. I think, yeah. The only game where audio design really jumps out at me is Destiny because I've been playing it for so long. I, like, know when there's new audio design. Like, I, mm-hmm. I am highly attuned because I'm so used to those sounds because I've been playing the game for 10 years. Um, but, I mean, there was nothing in... It, I, I've, I've played Horizon and I've played God of War of this list. I don't know if there's, like, amazing audio design in these other games. Um, I, there's nothing in God of War that jumps out at me when it comes to audio design. Like, there's no sound effects. The music, but again, that's a different category. Um, yeah, well, being just like the, the rowing of the boat. And yeah, the, the for sound, sure. Like, the runic attacks, and like, I'm, so that's what I'm kind of thinking of. The and, sounds. Like, those do sound amazing. The yeah. Sounds, like, when the, things hit, like, they really hit. I think, like, and maybe it was just my mindset, I think Forbidden West, the sounds that the creatures make, the machines make, and the sound mm-hmm. of the weapons is so unique and interesting that that one kind of jumps out to me a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but, um... Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, but, best score in music, for outstanding music, <laughs> includes the score and song for licensed soundtrack, uh, A Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War, Metal Hellsinger, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, God of War 1, I think I agree. Uh, the music yeah, God of War is... Very good. Uh, Bear McCurry does an incredible job uh, with that hurdy gurdy, and uh, he's in the game. He's that. He's that. He's that dwarf you meet in the bar. Um, that's him. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's but, really cool. Yeah, he 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 did an incredible job. The 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 sweeping score that accompanies the uh, really intense moments are uh, very good. So good. Oh, I, mean, I was trying to do it. It's in my head, and I'm going to cut that out. That was bad. Uh, you know, it sounds so good. Way better than what I just tried to do. Yeah. Like a thousand times better. A million times better. Uh, yeah, I got a war for me. The the songs, just the music's so good. Uh, art direction. Best art direction. We have Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray, with Elden Ring winning. And I think Elden Ring is just that has a specific style you know like, it's yeah. art, it's just a, a style that is elden ring when you see it yeah um it's not my it's a little too rough and kind of like grotesque for me grim dark yeah. um a little dark yeah um so i'd probably would pick god of war ragnarok even though that also could be viewed in similar ways to what i just said it was just called out uh but I don't, you know I, you know i say that though and i actually wait i'm trying to find the list again uh where score art direction I'd actually, I think I'd actually pick Stray. Mm-hmm. I think I'd actually pick Stray. I think that Stray's art direction was really cool. I love the robots. They all have their own little personalities, own little, like great designs. I mean, obviously more work went, not more work. Uh, there's a lot, you know, the game is much bigger of God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon, Elden yeah. Ring, 
Maybe in Horizon, honestly, she wouldn't. I don't I like the art directions for a lot of these, actually. I'd probably yeah. pick God of War, but Stray and Horizon are very good. And I don't really remember what... Oh, Squirm is that creepy, gross it's, one, right? But, I mean, yeah, it has a very specific aesthetic that is really creepy yeah. and gross that I did, did not enjoy. But, I get like, there is something to be said about it, but I did not enjoy it. I didn't get um, into it. Um, yeah, this one's tricky for me. Didn't play Elden Ring. There's a specific... All of the Souls games have a very specific, like, filter that they are put through um, that look a a very specific way um, that if you enjoy that aesthetic and art style and animation, I'm sure you would enjoy. Um, God of War, the art design and animation of the spaces is really incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me it would be Horizon. The different places you see, the diversity of, of biomes, and then, like, each community you run into, like, there is one community of, um, essentially, um, I don't even know what they'd be called, but they're, they, like, do not consume any type of meat. Everything they have is plant-based. And their whole village is this, like, green woven, it's, it's on a giant solar panel, and they've just completely covered it with vines, and it's, like, stunning to look at, and is so interesting, versus, like, if you go to the, you know other villages in different parts of the 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 area they look completely different just because of the aesthetics of the game um so i might give it to horizon but also the art direction of god of war with the character design and the level design and the animation in god of war is is pretty incredible um but yeah it is also really incredible in stray and i think like the fact that stray was able to compete in and of itself is amazing because the budget difference between stray and these other games uh at least those top three is pretty wild so i think stray certainly deserves a huge shout out um for that when did bridge of spirits come out was that last year i think it was last year yeah okay okay i think so okay i'm not positive on that one so i'd say that one also if that would came out this year that would be up there but um i think that was last year i think you're right yeah i think you know saying all that my animals continue to (laughs) um I think saying that I, now I'm thinking about all the different armor sets in God of War as well, yeah, and yeah. all the different the upgraded weapons. versions I do love of it. That. Yeah, yeah, yep. so I actually would probably pick God of War, yeah. and it's probably why Elden Ring won as well because of all different customizations and all the weird like stuff. That. Yeah, yeah, all all weird interesting stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. weird people who like that weird game. Yeah, I mean, like in Elden Ring, you have <laughs> no, like these kidding. very wild-looking creatures and creations. Um, that I, I that is fair. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, the next one, go ahead, Eric, you're, this is all you, but man, this is our category right here. Is this, is this, wait, who did the last one? I forget. Did I just do the last I one? Think, I, I think I did the last one. Oh, okay, just making sure. Yeah, yeah. you're, okay. this is, yeah, you're, you're, you're popping on the, the, uh, the Tales from the Cartridge uh, most important yes. award. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. the most important award, best narrative, I said that word, I said that one weird. Best narrative, best narrative, narrative, narrative. Narrative. narrative, 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 weird word. And that's our that's our three syllables. Potter. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Best narrative. Uh, Play Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. I haven't played Play Tale or Elden Ring or actually I haven't played any of them besides God. Of War. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now that I'm looking at it. But you know what? Honestly, I just I I. I, there's definitely a possibility that it could be better, but I just cannot fathom a better story than God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. I just really, I really struggle to see how 
anything could be as deep as God of War Ragnarok's story was. Like it was just it hit home for me so much. Yeah, for sure. For so many different reasons. I yeah, I would have to pick and that's what won. I don't know if I said that already, but God of War Ragnarok would be the, the one that I pick to win for sure. Y- yeah, I think um I agree. I think God of War Ragnarok would take it for me as well. Elden Ring for best narrative is really challenging because in order to engage with that narrative, you have to like do a lot of like there is the overarching narrative of Elden Ring is not super intense and or, similar to Destiny. Mm-hmm. If you want to get the most out of that narrative, you have to like go to YouTube and watch like lore videos. Yeah, which does yeah. not feel like it necessarily fits in this category. Um, Immortality is super interesting, and there is lots of things going on there. Um, Horizon has a good narrative. I think it does not come close to God of War. I think unfortunately they didn't stick the landing in the way that yeah. God of War did. And it fumbled. I th- there are things about the God of War story that I, 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 not that I disliked, that I th- thought could be a little bit different. Nothing close to the amount of things in Forbidden West that I did not enjoy yeah. or didn't appreciate. Um, Plague still I haven't played. Um, and Elden Ring. I, I, there's, I'm sure there's great narrative and lore in there, but I don't think it is on the forefront of the game um, in the same way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think God of War is story just really. Yeah, it's just phenomenal. Up and down, up and down. it's so good. It's yeah. very, very well done. Um, best game direction again, just a weird category because a game director does so many different things in a different game. Like a game yeah. like Stray, the game director is in charge of like five people. A game like God of War and Elden Ring, you're in charge of hundreds of people, and your role yeah. is completely different. It's a weird. I, I I think I understand what they're trying to go for here in in like having a creative vision, but like. The person who had the there is like one person or two people who had the creative vision for some of these games, and there's like teams for these other games. So it's a weird category. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Elden weird. Ring, God of War, Horizon, Forbidden West, Immortality, Stray, Elden Ring one. Um, yep. Of these, I think again, I would have to go with God of War, um, just because the overall uh, direction I enjoyed more. But again, as I'm sure you are aware, storygoers, we are not uh, Souls like games fans. So Elden yeah. Ring. Absolutely incredible game. We have not engaged with it. We'll talk more about that in the next one. But, uh, yeah. I can see probably where this came from. because obviously Elden Ring. And I, I'm not going to even pretend like I know his name. Um, I should have looked it up. And I say it out of respect. I just, don't, I just don't know his name off the top of my head. But the director of Elden Ring and all the Souls-like games is well-revered. Very well-respected. Uh, one of the best directors of all time. Some kids are the best game director of all time. Um, so I can totally see where this came from. Obviously, like, it just made sense. And quite honestly, like I can see the point. Having not played Elden Ring, I've only ever watched some playthroughs of it. Um, I can see why people feel that way compared to God of War Ragnarok, where um, the director of that kind of picked up what Corey Barlog, the director of the 2018 God of War, did, and kind of just enhanced those things. Yeah, you know, and had to, you know, and, and granted, he did a. Fan, I'm not saying he didn't do a good job he did an amazing job right he did so well um I, but i can i kind of see where elden ring might top game god of war in this one just because it's a totally different game you mm-hmm. know what i mean it was a then Brand it was any yeah. it was like any other souls game it was in its own you know it was its, its own thing um so i can see why that one that makes sense to me yeah yeah i think i think who should really win is uh, Lucas Pope and the Return of the Oberdin because they need to make another game. Because yes. one, one guy made it and it's the best game that was ever made. Um, and uh, yeah, let's be real. Uh, to direct ourselves, that's the hardest task. That's the hardest part. Yeah, you have to yeah. like deal with those internal conflicts, not external mm-hmm. conflicts. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I hate myself. I can't imagine trying to direct. <laughs> <something>. <laughs> trying to direct myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, it's like you go to work. They go to work. Like, like what's what's your job? Like, oh man, I work with this this jerk. I hate him so much. Like, oh, like how many people do you work with? Just myself. Just me. Yeah, <laughs> just me. He's the worst. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and then it's the coveted game of the, the year. Game of the year. The if you win this, you are obviously the best game to come out in 2022, without doubt. Um, supposedly. Supposedly. Um, as says Jeff, uh, mm, Overlord what? Jeff, Overlord Jeff, uh, <laughs> game of the year recognized the game that delivers the best experience across all creative and technical fields. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon, Stray, Xenoblade 3. What a wild collection of games! Yeah, um, very weird. Xenoblade 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It was so weird that that's there. So that's like, weird. Who even knows? Um, I, Plague, Plague Tale, I'm sure, is a good game. I cannot envision it like being the best game that came out this year um but i haven't yeah. played it so who knows this is so recognizing a game this is what the game wars has like, as the descriptor right recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields all creative and technical fields yeah. So I just want to point that out before we talk about <laughs> more. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Elden Ring one, which I expected, am not surprised in any way. It is the most hyped game uh, that came out this year. It received the most love from publishers and lots of people in the industry. Um, not surprised at all with this one. Um, I think. Um, yeah. 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 I, I, I'm about I, to get into it. Yeah, go ahead. Get, get <laughs> no, in there, you, Eric. Get in you there, sure? Eric. Yeah, please. I, I, I'm not the job. Okay. <laughs> no, you're right. I just, like, I, I... This is not me downplaying Elden Ring. I totally see people like this game. And like we've talked about before, it's just not our game, and that's okay. Like, Elden Ring, the experience is really cool. Like, the it's such an immersive world. You get to go wherever you want to. It's, a, you know, it's just very... It's technically amazing. Like, it's an amazing game, right? Where I get stuck on this is that this is the category that recognized it it recognizes and delivers the best experience across all creative and technical fields. Elden Ring definitely has a story, right? George R. R. Mar wrote a story for it, but they don't hold your hand in receiving that story. So if you force yourself to go through that that game and, and kind of pick up those things and piece this, the story together, you can do that. What I've heard from a lot of people, at least online, is that that is not what they did. Like a lot of people finish that game and have no idea what it's even about. You know what I mean? And so from that standpoint, like if you like if it, from that standpoint, I just I can't imagine how. Uh, I shouldn't say it that way. From my personal perspective, God of War Ragnarok has combat equal to Elden Ring, in my opinion, from what I've seen. And I could be totally wrong and biased in that. Um, but the story then lives up to carrying you on this journey that you are experiencing. Like it's just like. For me personally, I just I can't understand how Elden Ring is superior to God of War Ragnarok because like God of War Ragnarok doesn't require me to jump on a YouTube video to understand what it's trying to tell me, right? If I want just you know if that's the case for Elden Ring winning, like why is then not Sifu up there? And as an example, because it's just a fighting game where the story is very minimal compared to the fighting, right? I don't see that as a game of the year, though it's a great game. I see Game of Years as, as a total package, a total a, a game that like just delivers on all fronts, and God of War Ragnarok does that, and I don't see how Elden Ring does. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's why I get stuck on. Though I will say it's very cool that Elden Ring beat the idea of, uh, you know, it, it came out early in the year and it carried its hype all the way to the end of the year. You know what I mean? So kudos to Elden Ring for that. And it deserves it. It's a great game. I don't think it represents the best game that's come out this year. I truly, truly don't. I yeah. really don't. Like just everything that God of War Ragnarok has, the graphics, the story, the gameplay, the performances, like it has everything. Elden Ring doesn't have... I don't think it even has performances in it, right? There, there are voice lines. I don't know if there's any mocap or That's, um, yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't have the whole package. It just has some really good aspects to the package for sure that people love and they should. It's great. It is not. It is not the best game of the year. It's not. Yeah. In my opinion, and I could be, and you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I stand by it though. I really stand firm that yeah. got it right on. It is. It deserved. I really felt it got. It got robbed. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I I agree. It's it's hard to kind of parse where my like not enjoyment of this type of game ends and the like and the like this isn't a game that is good ends. Like I don't I don't know how to best parse those. I I, I completely agree with you that any game where the narrative is something that can be completely missed or or a huge part of that experience can be missed would be a knock against it as the game of the year um yeah but i think like the way in which this was decided which was a bunch of people sent in didn't have to justify or say a reason why they just had to send a name in it if if like you're you know polling people hey what was the biggest game of the year people are going to say Elden Ring because it got the most it was the most talked about you know what I mean it got the most reported on it's a new IP it's a new IP from this company that has made games that are are just beloved by huge population within the gaming world um and God of War is a incredible sequel to a game that came out in 2018 and does everything from that sequel better I think um uh I just think it's 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 a hard uh, it's a hard one uh, to to kind of parse in that like Elden Ring is the game that I've played, not a game I have any interest in playing. Um, yeah, really. Um, but it is you know considered by a lot the best game of the year. I I, I don't agree, but um, I don't know how you. It, it's just a weird thing that the game of the year is a game that I don't particularly. I I don't know what the game. I think this has happened in the past where the game of the year like when like Dark Souls would win, right? It is an entire yeah. genre that I have not engaged with, have no interest in engaging with, but it is well loved. Um, and if the metric is which game had the most hype of the year, sure, Elden Ring's gonna win. Yeah, that makes um, sense to me. But I I don't think it's the better gaming experience. I think I could I could like. This is not a metric with which games are measured. But if I was sitting on the couch and somebody who doesn't play games was sitting next to me, they could watch and enjoy God of War Ragnarok. I don't think yes. they could watch and enjoy Elden Ring in the same way. I'd have to like say, well, I'm going to kill this boss because they're like the undead, resurrected soul of this person from the time of trouble. You know what I mean? Similar to Destiny, yeah. it's incomprehensible unless yeah, you spend yeah. a lot of time, you know, learning and studying it. Um, yeah. It's it's but yeah. It's just not it's not not the game for us. Not the yeah. It's just I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel very strongly about that too. Like, yeah, of course. But again, I would love a new perspective to help shine yeah. a light on what we're not seeing because again, we don't play this game, so yeah. we could be yeah. totally overlooking something. Right. Uh, but what I, I will say though is that I will probably. I, I mean, tell me what you think, Ryan. But 
I doubt we'll ever cover a Souls game on this on our no, channel. I mean, like on our podcast. It just the story sounds way too hard to comprehend. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I think maybe. the the only thing that it would get me to play a Souls game, I think, is if like they came out with like a fully multiplayer version of it. Um, mm-hmm. That I would engage with because then I don't care about the story. I'm just having fun with friends, right? If I'm yeah, playing a yeah. single player experience. And that's just who I am as somebody who plays games. If I'm playing a single-player experience, I want there to be an interesting narrative and things to pull me along. For the same reason, like, I think Breath of the Wild didn't hit me as good as it hit other people. is because Breath of the Wild is kind of this huge open game. There is a story there, but it's not at the forefront. Mm. It is yeah. What is special about Breath of the Wild is you can go anywhere and do anything and engage with this incredible world. I think that's similar to why people love Elden Ring, but also then you die a lot and it's not enjoyable. Like, it, different tastes. Yeah, I'm not Mascus, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little too far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but I think I think Eldering is somewhat multiplayer. I'm not positive on that. You though. you can, can do fights. Fight. You can do so it's it's a bit silly. It, if mm. you you go up to a battle where there's a boss, you can summon your friend to join you, but as soon as you leave that boss arena, they vanish. Um. I want like you can go everywhere with my friends. Everywhere. If I could if yeah. that was a thing, I would probably try it out. I would try that too. Yeah, sure. I would try that out as well. Yeah. yeah, it's funny though that you say that, Ryan. You just compared Elden Ring, not compared, but you, you, somewhat compared Elden Ring to Breath of the Wild, which I was like, <laughs> yeah, Breath of the Wild deserves Game of the Year. It's a good game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, old crap. <laughs> if, but you know, what? if I put if I put Breath of the Wild against God of War Ragnarok, I probably would still pick God of War yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah, awesome. yeah. It was in the same year. If it was in the same right, year, I'd right, still pick right. Ragnarok. Yeah, they're just so, yeah. Just yeah, to yeah. back up my claims, for sure. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. call I, me. I out. wasn't. I wasn't trying to call you out specifically. I no, not just, you. I've got the story going. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was just like, because I think like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is a game that is like very hyped. Oh, yeah. People are, are well loved. I think people like them for some similar reasons. Not the same reasons, but mm-hmm. some similar reasons. I think yeah. like if you go from playing a game like, like Horizon Zero Dawn and Elden Ring came out at the same time. Horizon Zero Dawn, there are icons all over your map. You have a quest log that's like, 400 things long, constantly telling you what you can do. Versus Elden Ring, there's nothing on the map. You have no quest log. You have to, like, if you want to, like, do a quest, you have to, like, write it down in a journal, right? You have to, like, remember who you talk to and then hope they're there. Like, there's quests in Elden Ring that took people weeks to figure out because they couldn't find the person you had to give the quest to, right? Like, it's just a completely different experience in what you're looking for. And I more engage with the Horizon game experience than with the Elden Ring. But again, I haven't tried Elden Ring. So maybe it would be revolutionary and I'd love it. Who knows? Maybe we should try it sometime. We'll yeah. do it on a stream if in it, the future if, one day. When, we'll it, do that. when it becomes multiplayer, if it becomes multiplayer, we can play it together and maybe we'll enjoy it. Perfect. All right. <laughs> yes, we can do that. Okay. It's actually a great segue. We bring up Tears of the Kingdom mm-hmm. because we're now in our last category of most anticipated uh, game for 2023, hopefully. Uh, the categories are Final Fantasy... 15, nope, 16, Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. You know me, I want Tears of the Kingdom right now. So that is my that is my game for sure. The other ones, I don't really have any... After Fallout 4, I'm not super thrilled for Starfield. I'm just a little nervous about it, so I, that one I'm kind of there. Resident Evil 4 looks cool, but I'm just never a huge Resident Evil person, so I'm really happy for everyone that gets that game. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, really. Um, and I'm not super cool with um, What's-Her-Face, the author. So, uh, But I, I hope people who do like Harry Potter enjoy that game. It looks awesome from what I hear. 
Uh, and of course, Final Fantasy 16 is just, I, I might get into that one, but I don't know. I'm kind of excited for Final Fantasy 7. Uh, that remake. What was it called? Final Fantasy 7. What's the second one? This equal to Final Fantasy 7 remake. <laughs> <laughs> Two. The, the, the title. The, yeah. The, the title I can't remember. There's a little little thing at the very bottom of it. Um, if you hear me, if you hear me clicking away, it's because I'm looking at the most anticipated games of previous years. So of mm. these, I don't, I, I do not play Final Fantasy games. Um, I do not like Harry Potter. Resident Evil games are too spooky for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Starfield, I, I, my, I. I can't imagine that coming game coming out and it not just the biggest mess. Um, Buggy. Yeah, like yeah. Fallout 4 was a game I really enjoyed. Um but it was a buggy mess. I can't imagine and it was like just a town. I cannot yeah. imagine Starfield them them nailing a bunch of planets. I feel like it's going to be bad. Uh but maybe it won't. Um, I, Skyrim wasn't a particularly good game either, but people love it. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. I, I don't know. What, I don't know what to. I don't know. Um, but and I said I said twenty twenty three. I think that this is more just for the future in general, not even yeah, for sure. Because yeah. I feel like Starfield's not going to come out next year or even the I, year after. I can see twenty twenty five maybe being right, the year before. right, being pushed back. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but so I looked up game of the year of twenty twenty one. Are you ready, Eric? This is this just to pad this a little bit because uh, we need to pad our hour and thirty minute episode. Um, Starfield. Yeah. Legend of Zelda, the Breath of the Wild sequel, God of War, Horizon, Elden Ring. That was 2021. So three of those games are still wow. still, <laughs> still there. Uh, or two of those games are still there. 2020, God of War, Elden Ring, Horizon, Breath of the Wild, Resident Evil Village. Breath of the Wild has been on here for wow. years years, and years forever. And years. I had my first apartment when Breath of the Wild came out, and I've moved several times. <laughs> so like, yeah. it has... It's really been a while since... I think this is the longest it's been between iterations of Zelda. I, yeah. I read, actually. Yeah. I will say... Actually, you know what? I will say... I think Tears of the Kingdom is my most anticipated, but just below it, like a centimeter below it, <laughs> is Hades 2. Hades I'm 2! so excited for Hades 2. Stole I cannot, the show, I think. Stole the show. After yeah. that, I got... Oh, okay. I will say... Then a little bit under that is Judas, because that is Ken Levine, mm-hmm. creator Bioshock's yeah. newest project, and I'm very excited for it. Yeah. So, I yeah, I think hey, after those two trailers came out, the Game Awards kind of for me a yeah. little bit. Though I will say it was a good show. Um, but yeah, no, Hades two. I am so for I am sure. Just, I My most anticipated. Stop about yeah. Hades 2. Even yeah. if 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 it is the same game, but there is just different stuff to do, it's it's going to be like a game. This it's game gonna be it's going to be incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is for sure my most anticipated. It, 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 February the beta com, or the the yes, test comes out. Early right? access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm and I'm, I loved it. Yeah, I Sorry. which like you did the early access experience. I, I did the early access. So yeah. I like am trying to parse if I should do early access or not. We can talk about this off off, but yeah. I loved I loved it because like Hades is that game where I just kept going back to it, back to it, back to it, and then I would slowly teeter off and go to something else. Yeah. But then the next update would come out, and I'll go right back to it. Yeah. And like it was just so exciting when I heard the new updates would come out, I would be so excited because then you kind of figure out, oh my god, they added this character art to it, or they did this, or they did that. It was just so, it was so much fun to kind of piece together as the story continued to progress and progress and progress. I really enjoyed it because you kind of see this thing grow bigger and bigger. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I've really enjoyed it. Okay, maybe I'll, very, maybe I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'm also very yeah. excited about um, Hades 2. 
I'm excited about Tears of the Kingdom because I think it'll be a good game in the same way Breath of the Wild was a good game. Um, I am excited about Baldur's Gate 3 a whole lot. Yep. And, I mean, also Redfall. Redfall I'm super hyped for. Um, I'm, a, I'm pretty hyped for it. I'm, I'm not super hyped, but I'm pretty hyped. If, if it can deliver, like, it has been a while since I have had, and our friend group has had, like, a good multiplayer game we're all super into. If it can deliver that experience, I'm I'm going to be so happy because um, I yeah. missed that a whole bunch. Um, me too. So uh, I hope hope it's good. <laughs> hope it it's gives good. me, like, a Back for Blood yeah, kind of vibe. I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah, we did play that. All of we our did. Friends, we did our, play some. Yeah, we all played it together. Yeah, we did fall off it pretty fast. So yeah, I'm hoping it has more going on in moment to moment, um, to kind of keep us going. Um, and, yeah. and, and less and like less little less grindy. We'll see though. Uh, I, I trust Arcane. I hope they do a great job. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. I I was telling someone else recently about Arcane and just how they they were telling me that they're playing Deathloop and I was like, oh, you should play Dishonored. You should play. Uh, what's the other one that's pray. in space? I always pray. pray. Thank you. Phenomenal yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, pray. Yeah. All those. All those games. So. 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 Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. So actually, this episode went way longer than we anticipated. <laughs> so. Uh, so storygoers, let us know what you think about all of our picks that we had. What you thought of the game awards, uh, and why we are right about God of War Ragnarok <laughs> needing to win Game of the Year. Uh, but in all seriousness, though, if you someone has a really good perspective that they want to share about Elden Ring as to why they think they deserves it over God of War, I think we'd really love to read that. I think we need to kind of see that, and because we, we're not going to we're not going to know that perspective, so we would love to to kind of see that and, and internalize it and kind of talk about it. So. Let us know your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives. Again, Tales in the Cartridge, gmail.com. All the E's are threes. Also, you can find us on Instagram or leave a voicemail or text at our toll-free number at 207-494-4334. And we will read and listen to all those, all those episodes. <laughs> read and listen to all those in a future episode. Um, just remember, just just be nice. <laughs> we weren't trying to insult Elden Ring. It's a, it's a great game. Yeah. Love, a, love a new perspective on it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, a good year of games. I'm very excited for good 2023. Year games. Every year is a good year of games, but this is also Every a good year. year of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think people are like 2021 thinks it thought it was bad because of COVID, but I don't know. Maybe it was. Uh, uh, I don't remember. I I don't remember <laughs> what came out in 2021. I think Last of Us Part Two came out, which one I didn't play. Oh uh, yeah, which I still need to play. Oh, I need man, to get should, up. The, I need to that. get up. I need to get up the the the. I would do a story for that one and the emotional uh, energy. Oh no, 2022 game awards were terrible. It takes two, one everything. Get out of here! Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. oh he was on. Yeah, and the, winner, the director was on stage for the to announce it, and I was like, oh, yeah, because I think they're Keely, They're awful. friends. I think with Keeley, who knows? It's dumb. It's all dumb. I think after that one year, he went off on camera, and everyone he became infamous with the yeah. Game Awards. They had to bring him back. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, it takes two. Is, is bad, 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 bad game. See, that's what I'm saying, Ryan. That is a game with a, a poor story that has all just gameplay. Yeah. Is that game of the year? I don't think so. But yeah. you know what? Who am I? Who am I to say? We don't have a big YouTube channel that could depict what we think <laughs> should win this these game awards. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, storygoers, <laughs> we hope you had a good 2022. This is our last episode of this year, so enjoy. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Uh, but we'll be back again in 2023, in January, to keep telling you great stories. Uh, in the meantime, you know, if you miss us, we have plenty of episodes. We're almost hitting 100 episodes. So we have plenty of episodes to listen to. Uh, but again, I hope you're doing well. Everyone's happy and healthy. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the new year. And uh, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. I'm just like.
Ah. <lacht> <lacht>